Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the People Show. Checking the Pulse of Rescue Nation brought to you by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. Today I have a special guest. I'm joined by a former first team All Big Eight, first team All American, a guy who ran a 454 40 yard dash, which was the fastest 40 yard dash for a Nebraska quarterback at that time. Sugar Bowl MVP and a win over LSU, Mr. Steve Taylor. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, my man. I just got back from Florida. <laughs> it's a lot of snow on the ground here. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you live in the area. You live in Nebraska. You know what's going on quite a bit. Talk to me. Talk to me about your thoughts on the Husker football program, what you see, what's going on this offseason, new faces, new coaches, new quarterback, new offensive scheme. Give me your thoughts on the offense and Husker football program at this point in time. You know, man, I tell you, I know we got. I know we're limited on time, but uh, coincidentally, um, and I've been here for about three decades since I retired from the Canadian Football League in 1997. So, I pretty much, you know, seen everything involved. You know, from the solid situation that Callahan, you know, and then to Polini, and then Riley, and then now, uh, you know, now Frost. You know, so I've kind of experienced all that, and uh, there's just just been so much stuff going on. And ironically enough, um, after they signed Mickey Joseph this year, uh, Mickey Joseph and I, we kind of we reconnected we, we because he was coming in as a freshman and going into my junior year. So uh, we just – he bought one of my houses, actually. So okay. we're just hanging out at his house, just chatting football and stuff. And since he signed and came back, I mean, a lot of former players have been reaching out to him. And so, you know, and, and we just came to the conclusion, you know what, man, we need to do something to get everyone back on board because we've had so much turnover and we had so many Huskers that really unfortunately did not feel part of our tradition and our history. And I said, there's been a disconnect. I said, we got to fix that. We got to do what we can as players to do that. And he was, he was, he was all in. So as of right now, this spring, we're going to put together, which I, we're calling the, the decades 2022 Husker player reunion and celebration. And uh, you might I, obviously, You've gotten this information. You will be getting it if you have not. It's been disseminated just last week. Uh, we're going to put on a reunion for all the players uh, from all decades to come back. And we're just going to have a good time, bake, uh, break bread, and just reconnect. Former coaches will, will, will come back, current coaches, and just kind of get the players all on one page. Because we just, uh, we've been disconnected. Uh, we've had too many great players sons go to different schools for whatever reasons so we need to try to get back to the things that we were doing that made us so successful over, over, over you know, for, for many many decades so ironically that's where we are right now that's going to happen this spring and then Irwin Swinning and, and and you know BJ Mr. Jackson yep. they're putting together the celebration part it's going to be a live concert with some local talent out of Omaha they're absolutely fab- fabulous and actually Aaron Graham's son is one of the artists that's going to be uh going to be performing at, at, at Rosie's uh, after spring game. And that, that goes from like nine to two and the, the player reunion is from five to eight. So we're going to do that to try to get this thing. So we get all on the same page and uh, start, get this foundation, right. You know, yeah. um, it's just been leaking for decades. And uh, so we're just going to get back, get this foundation, right. And the players going to do our part to, to give Scott Frost his support on and off the field. Uh, so he can be successful, you know, and, and Trevor's going to be involved in this as well. So that's what we're doing right now. That's actually what's in the – that's going to happen this spring. And uh, it's, we're hoping to have a really good turnout. So far we've had almost 100 players RSVP for the event. 
So we're expecting somewhere between you know, 150 to 250 players and then the spouses and that kind of stuff. So uh, so that's where we are right now because it's, it's just unfortunately things have just not gone well for us. And I never I never saw this coming. But yeah. then I seen it after I seen what what we've gone through the last you know 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I, I did get that information. I've already RSVP'd. I will be there. I was excited yeah. to see that. And as you mentioned, there's been a lot of different coaches here at the University of Nebraska, and each coach tends to treat players differently, former players differently. Some coaches put more of a priority on bringing back the former players. Some do not. I, I know Callahan wasn't as open to some of the former players. I didn't know while I was there playing for Callahan, but I found out later on uh, Matt Terman has an interesting story where Callahan looked at him and said, you were part of a national championship winning team, which is obviously not very respectful, especially a guy who won a big game at K-State. Great performance yeah, by the defense that day as well. And then every coach is a little bit different. And I think when you have that up and down, it creates challenges. I think when Frost came in, it was almost a feeling of, hey, man, this is a former player. This is our guy. And if I'm being fully honest, you know, some players – feel more welcome than others. I think that's kind of a natural, just part of the way people work with each other. I think there was a little bit of feeling of maybe the players that Frost played with or from the 90s were a little bit more welcome than anybody else. So I do like, when I saw that email, I was very excited. I was very happy to see it. Talk to me because, you know, you're not playing any more snaps. I'm not playing any more snaps. I mean, how much does it really matter? And I have my own opinion, but give your thoughts. Former players being involved in the program and backing the program, because it sounds good, but in your opinion, how much does that truly matter? I think it matters a lot when it comes yep. to uh, recruiting, uh, especially when you're looking at our borders. Uh, you know, we've lost so many players to Iowa, Wisconsin, you know, our, our bordering states. And some of those players have, um, have um, their signs have gone there. <clears throat> I know, for instance, uh, Richard Bell had a sign that went to Colorado, uh, Nebraska never responded to him at all. They never responded. I, and I just talked to another player um, just the other day. He was outside linebacker, played well, Thomas, Bernard Thomas. And yep. his son was never even he, – he, he personally called the university and no one ever got back to him about his son. So yep. I think you're right. There's, it's very important to a certain degree, and that's why I say we gotta we got to get this foundation because it's been leaking. Um, so they can get the player support, and, and that kid will grow up and want to go to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And uh, we need to establish those ties and keep those ties. And I think that was a part of the success of Nebraska. They had a lot of former players who played here, and their their, their siblings came here, or their brothers and mm -hmm. their brothers came here and played. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with that. So yep. that kept that tradition going. And a lot of those players will be will have a major impact <clears throat> on the university. So I think it's extremely important uh, to have that fraternity. Uh, we had that fraternity naturally, but to have that support. And uh, unfortunately, what I think what has caused the foundation to leak or to break down is that when these players are recruited, when they're recruited by by Solich or, say, Polini, yeah. and then, then uh, Callahan, when those coaches got fired, those players did not come back because those that coaching staff was not there. Uh, that was one reason why, and I don't want to – I don't live in the past. That was yeah. one reason why the former players came back a lot because – the coach was still there that coached him. Yep. You know, so then you came back to university and you kept those ties and you didn't lose that disconnect. But because but because we've had all the, you know, the, the transitions with the coaching staff, those players did not, they do not feel like 
they're welcome back or they have no reason to come back because their coach is not there. Now, I made it, I made it very clear that we have to take our own initiative mm-hmm. because as long as you wore scarlet and cream, you should feel comfortable in going down to that university. Now, you're not going to get season tickets. You can't hang out on the sidelines. You can't. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But you can come back and still be supportive. So we have to police ourselves and have realistic expectation. Hey, we play for the Scarlet and Cream. We can come back, go to the stadium, go to the spring game. You have access to good tickets. Nothing's free in this world. So we have to do that as players. And that's one thing that we're going to talk about at this reunion. You know, amongst ourselves, that hey, we need to do our part. And uh, regardless of your status, whether you're All American, whether you're a uh, All Big Eight, whether you're a Walk On or a Major mm-hmm. Award winner, the thing that we have in common is that we all play for the Huskers. We're all we're scarlet and cream. I had this conversation with a bunch of those national championship guys, and you're one of those, not you particularly, but they were talking about '94, '95, and '97, right? Yep. That they got three national championships. They asked me. They were joking. They asked me, "How many do you have, Steve?" I said, well, you know what? I got five. I got five. We got 71, 72, 94, 95, and 97. So part of the I'm program. Husband, so yep. I, I'm part of that program. Now, yep. did I personally win a national championship? No. Were we close? Absolutely. Were we in the hunt? Absolutely. But technically, I don't have the national championship, but I feel just as passionate as Nebraska as you do who have those three national championship rings. So I told them, that, hey, we need to start understanding that as well. I said, there's a reason why. You guys won those national championships with 94, 95, and 97. Those 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 teams before you set the stage. You'll see uh, set the stage for you to do that. Coach Osborne, I even witnessed this. Coach Osborne has evolved just as a coach in how he coached his players, what allowed his players to do, setting goals, national national championship goals. So, like I said, we, I feel part of that, and that's what we got to get back to. That once you play for starting cream, you are a Husker. I couldn't agree more with everything that you said. And it doesn't matter. Like, well, it matters, obviously. But if you were an All-American, like you said, or you were a guy who walked on, who played, who was on the scout team, who was given a look, because if you're not given a good look during the week, the starters aren't ready on Saturday. Everybody plays a role. Everybody has an important part and everybody should feel welcome back. Okay, and it doesn't matter because, like you said, we're all in this Husker Brotherhood together. Here's something I've never really talked about. Part of it, I'm just going to be honest, a little embarrassing but as the former guy who played for Solich my first half of my career and Callahan the second half, sometimes, and I've, had, I've heard other former players who played for Callahan, I've heard them say it, and I feel the same way, you almost feel a little bit on the outside because I have heard That's other what... Huskers refer to people who played for Callahan as, well, they're a Callahan Husker. So you almost get disregarded a little bit. And so it doesn't matter who you played for, what you did, if you were there and you you shed blood, sweat, and tears, practice, and games. Everybody should feel welcome. And to the, you know, the leakage in the borders and recruiting, people talk about a pipeline to Texas, Florida. We had the Calabrasca movement like four or five years ago. Yes. The biggest pipeline you have is your former players. That's your exactly. biggest pipeline. And so I'm with you. I yeah. was excited to get that email for several different reasons. Um, I do want to transition real quick. We only got a couple minutes, but... You're a former All-American quarterback. We have two new transfer quarterbacks. Adrian has transferred to Kansas State. We've only got one quarterback in that room who's ever started a game. That's Logan Smothers with one start in his career. And I know you didn't transfer, but being a former quarterback, what's it like trying to earn that job? Maybe being the new guy, maybe being a young guy, maybe being inexperienced. You got all this competition in the room. What's going through those quarterbacks' minds right now in that quarterback room? 
you know, I, I've actually met three of those quarterbacks here, and uh, it's it's really refreshing. And uh, and Mickey, this has a lot to do with Mickey Joseph and what he's done just in a short period of time that he's here. Uh, and I got a, I got a really cute story about Nick and I. But uh, those guys are competitive. They want to start now. Obviously, the college landscape has changed with the NIL and this transfer portal. Yep. Every school, every school is in a, every school is going to be in the same boat when it comes to that. So you're going to have to be on point where you can retain as much as many athletes as you can, and then go out free agency and pick and, and get the players that you think can have an immediate impact on your program. But what I like about what we have now, we're going to have three or four quarterbacks that they're going to have to compete. And you know this when you were there, mm-hmm. they're going to have to compete for that starting job. And with that, it raises the level of play. It raises the standard and players are all in. That's how you build the program. And now they're going to have a quarterback room that they're going to have three or four, maybe even five very capable quarterbacks that's going to challenge you and push you. And that's one thing that we have not had at that particular position in almost, in almost what, three, almost what, a decade and a half? Yeah, long time. Taylor Martinez was a Taylor Martinez was a four year starter. Tommy Armstrong was a four year starter, and Adrian Martinez was a four year starter. That is unheard of. Yep, and they were never challenged and never pushed. That's unheard of. So, um, so that's going to change immediately. And those guys, are, they're pumped and they're they're ready to compete. I, I talked to the guy from Chubbs from from Florida State. I talked to Casey Thompson from Oklahoma and and some others as well, and even a young kid from Kearney. He feels as if he has a chance to compete now. So that's going to raise that level of play at that position, and it's going to be a dogfight. I, I, I'm I a big fan of Heinrich Harburg, the guy from Carney. Dude, that kid is big. Yes. He's got an arm, gunslinger mentality, deceptively fast. So I'm right there with Absolutely. you on that. Hey, Steve, I want to thank you for your time. And as always, I enjoy talking to you, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, hey, go Big Red, and let's uh, – Let's let's flip this thing. I think they got I think they got a chance to do it this year. I like it, man. I appreciate it. And until next time, Husker Nation, go big red noise, remember. Throw the bow. This show is brought to you by X Cancer. Join the fight at XCancerStore.com and support your loved ones, your neighbors, and cancer fighters all over the world and help them gain access to revolutionary treatments. XCancerStore.com has a wide variety of t-shirts and merchandise supporting a wide variety of cancer battles so you can show off the colors that matter. Proceeds from each purchase not only help those at home, but also cancer fighters in Tanzania, Africa. Check them out at XCancerStore.com.